Welcome to Frame Skip. I don't know what episode this is. 144. I am joined by the amazing Austin Eller. That's right. I am so happy to be here. This is the 144th episode. You know what that means. 12 squared, baby. That's right, George. That's right. <laughs> Nick, yeah. Math. Everybody knows how much I love 12. Cheaper by the dozens, my favorite movie. <laughs> A carton of eggs, my next favorite thing. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> and also, uh, the number one uh, Boston Celtics fan himself, uh, George Loftus. Go Celtics. Yeah, woo. I'm... See, I love the Celtics. 2024, I'm making a change, George. And I'm starting a movement. We're going to start pronouncing it the right way. It's the Boston Celtics. Okay. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. If you want to do that, sure. Yeah, it's 2024. I, I'm not stopping you. I'm, I'm going to go to Boston. I'm going to start campaigning. Hey, we're done saying it in, in a really dumb way. Let's, let's call it the Boston. We can even say it short. The Celts. You know? Let's take it. Let's take it back. Yeah. Let, let's just take the word back. Yeah. Big Irish population in Boston. They'd probably be on board. Anyway, how you doing? How you doing, George? I'm I'm, I'm great. I can't complain. See my boys. Hanging out with my boys. Love my boys. How you doing, boys? Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Hey. Uh, how you doing? Uh, Austin, how are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. I uh, hopefully have some reprieve to a horrible uh, start to my year, but otherwise. Doing great. How sick were you? You got, you got COVID. I was never, How sick were you? Yeah, so I was never too sick. I was I had some fatigue, but like nothing too terrible. A little little bit of um sinus congestion. But the last time I was sick a few months ago was far worse. So mm. um but yeah, literally I was telling George, literally every single person in our workplace has been sick over the past like two or three weeks. And uh, just been working nonstop. And I think maybe we're finally at the end of that. So I'm not a doctor, but just you guys got to stop licking doorknobs. I know. All yeah. of you. Well, we, it's just a good really help. It's a fun hobby that we have. Yeah. So you know, the flavor of the week, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm doing like pretty it. good. I um I I'm having a bad beard day. My beard's just kind of laying flat. It's not really it, re, re, you know, it, yeah. it's puffy in all the wrong places. I'm not I'm not a fan of it. I also woke up 30 minutes ago. Mm. So I saw your beard and I was like, what's what's going on? What's, this not is right. not the yeah. Seth I know. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Well, your beard just has bedhead. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to bed uh, three hours ago. Woke up. 30 minutes ago so um doing pretty good uh yeah let's get into it uh this, <laughs> i was gonna say something else and then i forgot but today we're gonna go over uh our 2024 gaming goals before we do that austin what are you what have you been up to these last few weeks tell me about it. i want to well, hear regale me with your tales seth um i know you're gonna appreciate this because as a huge Monster Hunter Rise fan, Seth. I've gotten back into Monster Hunter Rise myself. And, you know, it makes me a little sad that we could only play for such a short amount of time. Because 
you, you decided to play on PC and you left us behind. So I don't know. No, I don't know what I the deal didn't. was there. I bought it on Switch first. And, um, you know, I, I think we're getting some lag. I, I didn't hear what you just said, but, um, you know, we're we're back into Andy and I are back into Monster Hunter Rise. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> and, so obviously they announced Monster Hunter Wilds last month, I think, at the uh, the Game Awards and still a ways out. It'll be next year. So 2025. But Andy and I never finished Sunbreak. So we played through, uh, you know, base game Rise and beat up all the monsters in that game, basically finished the base game, but never, never really completed the uh, the expansion. So that's what we're going back and doing now. And just making it through. So. It's been a good time, uh, you know, going back. We've we've probably played like 20, 30 hours, something like that within the past week or two. So it's it's been good to be back. And the only thing that makes me sad, though, is the fact that jokes aside is the fact that there's no cross play or cross save because I would literally do anything to play this game on my PlayStation 5 at 60 frames per second. But yeah, dude, there's no cross save. So I literally can't move my 150 hour save off of my switch. Very frustrating. Yeah, that's just a that's that's a Nintendo thing, you know. That's me and Pedro were recording a podcast last night, and uh, he was like, you know, we were, we were talking about the the Switch successor that's supposed to come out this year. And he's like, they got to get their online right, you know, at this time. And I'm like, hey, buddy, they've been saying that for years. <laughs> it's not happening. We've been saying <laughs> right? that for like four console generations at this point. So we're talking about the company that in 2011 was like usernames no, 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 no. <laughs> we're gonna give you a 16 digit random code to give to your friends you're like all right we're gonna give you <laughs> a uh, nintendo social security number <laughs> it was actually it was actually kind of kind of easy though because like i saved that i saved my 3ds like friend number as a phone number in my phone and then i would just share oh, it to smart. contact info whenever anyone asked for I wish I was. I wish I had that big brain energy because I did not. That's way more intelligent than anything that that I ever did about it. I was constantly like opening my 3DS and being like, "Okay, here's my friend code." No, 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 no. One four two four. No, no, no. no. (laughs) So, like, (laughs) admittedly, admittedly, at least with the Switch, they they made the decision to make it so that it was a one sided request, so that like one person sent the code. I think. I think even up to the 3DS, you still both people had to put in the respective codes, which that's what I remember. I get it. But also at the same time, like I it's really inconvenient. It's really dumb. Also, there was like one time where I was like, George, like you don't want to spend too much money. Make it so you have to type in your password every time you log into the store on your switch. That way you'll spend less money. And I can't figure out how to change that. It's so fucking annoying. Every time, like I just oh, I just want, oh the Prince of Persia demo. I should check that out. And it's um oh shit, what was my password? Okay, I'm going to spend eight years typing it in because the Nintendo isn't the yeah. most responsive keyboard entry system. Um, but I have to commend them a little bit for like trying to keep people safe. When that's true, because that was the else, original intention. When when no one else gives a shit about your online safety, at least they're trying. It's really annoying. They haven't figured it out yet. But like they're the only ones still exploring that space, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Nintendo so. is exploring the different options for video games. I'll I'll give them that. That's right. I mean, they did come out with the the legendary system, the Wii U, and what a 
banger that system was. Um, had some good games. There's, there's things to like about the Wii U. Gotta be honest. <laughs> it had some good <laughs> games. Almost all of them are on the Switch now. So yep. it's certainly yeah. one of the video game consoles of all time. <laughs> it, it's, on, it's on the list. Yeah. Point point aside. Aside from Monster Hunter Rise, um, I'll point on touch on two other things here just briefly. Decided to uh, boot up Doom Eternal the other day for the oh, first time. Okay. I absolutely adored Doom 2016. That was like one of my favorite games of the past decade. And I, for some reason, just never picked up Eternal when it came out, never played through it. I think at the time I was maybe waiting to upgrade my PC and I just never did that. So I just kind of was like, oh, it just kind of sat in limbo. So I never played it, but I picked it up over the weekend and because it was on sale like super cheap and um, played a good like two and a half, three hours just in one sitting. And man, I forgot how good the gameplay is in in that series in those in those new Doom games. It's excellent. So I'm looking forward to to playing more of that. But um, I I played 2016 a couple years ago. Yeah. And I was really impressed by the by the gameplay. But I, I felt like it dragged on too long. I never finished it. So, yeah, it does. Uh, yeah. Doom 2016 kind of. It does overstay its welcome a little bit, I'd say. Um, and I think part of it, frankly, is that the story in that game is nothing like super, you know, revelation compelling. plot wise. Yeah. Compelling is the word I'm looking for in, in in any way. And I'm hoping that this one is i mean there's a lot more going on here story-wise there's like actual cutscenes and lore and stuff that they've implemented in this game which was not how it was in the first so we'll see what happens but at the end of the day i'm just playing it because it's exhilarating and has great music and the gunplay is awesome so nice nice um but the one other just very quickly thing i wanted to touch on is andy bought me a kindle paperwhite for christmas and so I've, I've been trying to get back into reading more. And the first book I read on it is the newest book from Andy Weir, who is the guy that wrote The Martian. Yeah. Um, and I say newest, but it's been out for like almost three years now. It's called Project Hail Mary. And I just have to say that has got to be one of the best books I've ever read. Like I literally just grabbed it because I love The Martian. Hadn't read that book. Went on the Kindle store. It was crazy cheap. Didn't even read the synopsis. So I was just like, oh. I know who this is, so I'm going to I'm going to read it. I see an astronaut on the cover. I don't want to spoil anything for it, but um, it's it's an excellent piece of science fiction, like one of, one of the best science fiction uh, plots I've read in, in a very long time. So nice. that's yeah, it for me. I um, I got a Kindle a few years ago and it like revolutionized yeah. how I, I, I read. You know, I, I was high school kind of ruined me on reading. Mm hmm. Um, because they, they forced us to read so much that I was like, I'm never, I'm never reading for fun ever again. Right. And then like five years ago or so, I got a Kindle and I was like, oh, okay, this is actually pretty sweet on, on the Kindle because I, I started reading like uh, more comic books digitally and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then I ended up buying like a huge, like 10 inch tablet to, to read books on. That's how I read the uh, High Republic novels. So nice. But yeah. George, what about you? What do you, what have you been up to lately, buddy? Uh, not a whole lot. Uh, one of like the higher ups at my company left, and it seems like that's been like going on in the background for a while. So that makes sense why I've been so busy the past six eight weeks. Normally, like you try to get everything done in time for like Black Friday, maybe some like holiday shopping, like right before 
uh, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all that good stuff in December. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but this year, man, I just like kept working, and I was like, oh, that's weird. Like, I this is supposed to feel kind of like college, like senior break deal. Right. Um, so that contextual there. That's why I haven't really. I, I can't remember the last time I recorded an episode of Short Box Summary. Um, but I've been reading comics lately. That's been nice. Speaking to your guys talking about Doom, uh, one of the games I wish I spent more time with for 2023 was uh, Warhammer Bolt Gun. I have spent yeah. more time with that game. That game is fucking excellent. If you guys need like a little palate cleanser post Doom, you're like, what yeah. if what if I just wanted to play like the most bare bones version of Doom? I cannot recommend Warhammer Bolt Gun enough. That game rips. That is the um, old school clone, right? Where it, it yeah. looks very old. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it's running on fucking DOS or something. Like yeah. it's it's sick. Oh yeah, that's that's the term they're using. Boomer shooters. That that's right. Yeah, it looks Boomer so good. Shooter. I want to grab it next time it's on sale on sale on on Steam. Nice. I cannot yeah. recommend that game enough. That game is awesome. Uh, that's been like the big game I've been playing. I've also just been um, I've been meandering through Spider-Man 2. I really don't like that game like at all. I think that's like a, <laughs> I think it's like a bad game, <laughs> um, but I will finish it so we can talk about it. So to finish it this, this weekend. Well, t- tell me about it. What, what, what don't you yeah. like about it? What's 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 eating away at you? I think the storytelling is like entirely too campy and entirely too corny. Every time it's like Peter and, and Harry together, it's like, oh, hey, what's up, chum? You know, it's like, shut the fuck up, guys. Like, don't talk <laughs> like that. And um, it feels like every time I complete a mission, I go, I start swinging away, and then they introduce like a new collectible or like a new currency for me to worry about. Yeah. And I'm just kind of waiting for the game to stop introducing itself and just be the fucking game. And yeah. I just don't think, I, I don't think that's ever going to happen. And, uh, to be clear, I just got to the point where there was like a big fight at Coney Island. So without spoiling it for people who didn't yeah. agree to be spoiled, I got there and there were some big revelations there. And it's just it's so fucking hokey and like frankly boring. And I gotta be honest, I like the first Spider-Man game. I think Miles Morales is my favorite one so far just because it was so streamlined and they just like trimmed so much fat off of everything. But there's like nothing about these games that I think is that much more impressive than like the 360 era of Spider-Man games. Like there's nothing fundamentally that different than Spider-Man 2 was on the original Xbox or Web of Shadows was on Mm. on 360. It's it's interesting you say that because I think um, I also I liked the first Spider-Man game a lot more. I think looking back at it, uh, that, that game had much more of an impact on me. Spider-Man 2 for me felt like they were they were cramming a little too much in there or something. I don't know what it was. I, Spider-Man 1 was so emotional and like character driven to to me. I think it was because they had a smaller cast and they were kind of just you know what I think it is? I think I think I said this before. I think having both Peter and Miles in the same game takes away from both of them. Because the the your game's constantly switching between them, and it doesn't feel like it needs to do that. Yeah. And um, I don't know if you're gonna keep playing, George, but it's really weird because Miles' story really truly rarely intersects with Peter's in the game at all. It really felt like they were 
making two separate games and then they Parallel. just yeah. and then they just put them together in one game and then crossed over in in the, the big moments um i don't know if you agree with that austin yeah i do and it's and i i would agree with the statement too of it feels like neither fully got what they should have had in my opinion yeah i mean i still think just for my thoughts i still think the game's excellent but as time has gone on as i've gotten further away from it i definitely think it's my least favorite of the three um i mean gameplay wise it's great but just from a story perspective i'd say it's my least favorite but um I'm not going to spoil it for George or for those that are listening that that haven't played the game yet, but there's a moment later on, Seth. I, I don't know how I'm going to reference this without spoiling it, but it involves Miles and some of his history and some of the stuff that happened in the first game and yeah. kind of a, a coming to terms type situation. And um, I don't know, it just felt like a, a quick little like touch and go in an airplane. It was like, Hey, we got this crazy emotional thing, and bye, we're we're done. Yeah. And um, it it feels like there's a lot of that spread throughout the game, where like you've got these two characters, their stories are happening, but neither really gets the full. Like, there's no and sorry for the spoilers if you haven't beaten Spider-Man One. There's no you knew moment yeah. in this game. There's no Aunt May dying. Like, there's nothing in it that's totally surprised me. Right. like the first game so yeah yeah i, I 100% agree with that um <clears throat> yeah and and honestly i historically i should have loved it because i love the symbiotes in spider-man i think you know they've gone a little too far in the comics where it just it's, it seems a little ridiculous now <sighs> yeah but um I, th- I love the the og black suit story and the the spider-man 300 with venom I think those are like two of the most classic Spider-Man stories of all time and, and you know, Maximum Carnage and, and stuff like that. And I think, um, yeah, Spider-Man 2, it just seemed like it was, it was trying to do too much. There's a headline for you. Spider-Man, <laughs> Spider-Man 2 much. Yeah. Anything else you got going on, George? Yeah, I got one last game that I want to talk about, but I mostly want to talk about around that game. I spent so much time last week playing Metroid Prime, the remaster on Switch. Nice. And I think this game is, like, perfect. I think it is just the right amount of, like, frustrating because they don't really hold your hand through any of, like, the puzzling. They don't really tell you what to do. They don't really tell you where to go. You really have to, like, kind of take notes mentally and just, like, know what you're supposed to do. And I just got to ask you guys, like, I think this game is borderline perfect. If this game were to come out today, would it be enough game for people to be satisfied? Like, I think about it compared to Spider-Man 2, compared to Uncharted Thieves End or whatever. You know, like, is this game enough to stand on its own in 2023? Or is this just, like, remembering a a relic from 20 years ago? Sorry, it's 2024, my bad. It seems like none of it, like, like like, what you're talking about doesn't make any sense um for instance there was a game called papers please that came out years ago yeah and it is the dumbest thing of all time but it did take people by storm it took the world by storm also like two years ago vampire survivor did the same thing even though it's a classic formula that just happened to hit at the right time in the right place and it worked Metroid Prime, I think, could, depending on what came out and and the the kind of overall mood that people were into. But 
I think, I don't know. There's something weird about Metroid, right? Because it's one of the Nintendo tentpole franchises, but no one seems to really care about it that much. And um, Nintendo is sure taking their sweet time making Metroid Prime Force. So I don't, I don't know that they're in any rush. All right, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm, I think I misspoke when I said like I don't mean Metroid specifically. I guess I meant like a game this size with this kind of presentation, mm. where like okay. if a game, if a game is this small, because like I keep I looking at movies. And, like, video games aren't movies, I understand that, but, like, video games are incredibly expensive, and we're about to get into a time of crunch with movies, where, like, they're not going to spend $350 million like they did on Dial of Destiny, because they didn't see the return on that. So I think movies are about to get, like, a little leaner. And so I'm wondering, too, how long before video games start getting a little leaner? The way you're seeing multiplayer games only, right? Like, was it the finals? Like, there's no single-player component to that game. It is just a, a multiplayer suite, mm-hmm. right? And, like, the bare-bonesness of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3's campaign, where they basically just took, like, the... whatever the fucking big map is, and then made a, a campaign happening on that, as opposed to, like, dedicated levels with big set pieces or whatever and so just thinking about like how video games could cut budgets like i think one way is to like make it honestly just like a kick-ass 12-hour game that's smaller in scope and so i'm wondering like do you think a game like this could come out today and stand toe-to-toe with what we've been getting the past couple years i think so the only thing i would say just from a like a mass audience perspective is i wonder I wonder how this game would do just from. I know you're trying to say not exactly Metroid Prime, but just a similar scale. But I I will say just per Metroid Prime, the story in that game is very like. What's the word I'm looking for? It's like it's like Mad Max, like there's very limited dialogue. Mm-hmm. You There still is a story there that you can read into, but it's definitely not like a standard expansive plot that you'd see in a in a single player driven plot driven game these days so i wonder how much something like the lack of a direct narrative would um you know i i wonder how that would do in 2024 i still like that that game a lot i mean i think for me the lack of narrative is interesting because you're going around yourself exploring this world and figuring out what's happening but well, I mean, that seems to hit pretty hard for the Souls games. Right? That's true. That's true. So, but I think from a scale perspective, yeah, I think it would do great. Personally, yeah, I think, I think a, a hefty twelve-hour experience is like beautiful, man. I, there's almost nothing I hate more than games that by the end of them, you're like, all right, dude, like let's wrap this up. Like I'm, yeah. I'm done, you know. And it happens so often. Um. And I would, I would, I'm all for dude, like, like trimming the fat out of games, but there's to your point financially, there's really, it seems like a massive amount of bloat in the video game industry. Um, like, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Insomniac's expecting Spider-Man three to cost over $500 million. It's like, we gotta pump the brakes a little bit, man. <laughs> Let's take it easy. All right. Yeah. Like, we don't need to be spending this much. There's no reason that it should almost double from Spider-Man 2. You know, it's also like respectfully, like, where's that money going? Like, you guys already have yeah. New York City made. Like, like, how is that not like the hard part? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, budgets are out of control, man. 
I mean, I know, I know this industry is like the, the most rapid growing form of media, but at the same time, like slow it down a little bit. I mean, we're, we're going to find yeah. ourselves in like a, a bust situation when it comes to these big games at some point. What was it like Tomb Raider, the reboot, right? Back in 2013 sold like six or 7 million copies. And like Square Enix was like, yeah, it was a failure. It's like, how, <laughs> how the fuck could you say that you sold? Like that was, it's yep. like such a big number. That's like, that's like almost Madden numbers, you know, which was like yeah. unreal. Like, how how is that a bust? But all right, you say, but, you say um, so, Chief. But yeah, I think I think a twelve hour experience, and you know, it might even do better because I think people are looking for some, some smaller experiences. That's I, what I'm I looking know for. I am, dude. Yeah, give me like a, a nice twelve hour narrative, and I'll, I'll I'll jump all over it, dude. It'll be all up in its guts. My fa- favorite, my favorite game lengths right now are like that ten to twenty hour range, like any yeah. anything in that range, and I'm like, okay, I'll go for this. Well, Much above you, that, you, guys, you start to lose me. You guys would fucking love Bolt Gun. Gotta tell you, it's like it's like eight hours. It's great, dude. Speaking of Warhammer, I am so excited for Space Marine Two. I think that game looks awesome. Also, um, no offense to coach, but I think it's three player multiplayer. I see, th- I see three boys right here. I had it. When does it yeah, come I, out? I just looked at sometime this year, September. Yeah, it looks. Have you seen the trailers for it, Austin? Yeah, it looks great. I never played yeah, the original. Really yeah, original, w- original's fun. While we were talking about this, I was like, you know what game is like really clicking for me that that speaks to this length was Jedi Survivor. I thought Jedi Survivor was a wonderful length, dude. And I just look at how long to beat, and it's like fifteen to twenty hours. And I'm like, that's a that's a that's a pretty good time for Jedi Survivor. I didn't go around like the and explore everything and like do everything, but I got what I wanted out of the game, and I was I was out, you know. And the last quarter of that game is like top tier. So yeah, yeah. it's all gas. And like to your point, like that's like yeah. So I sat down like I think five different times, maybe six different times, and beat it on. The last thing it was just like oh this is yeah, yeah this is what i want like every couple of days just sit down for two to three and a half hours whatever stay up a little too late whatever just the best and then you look at like i love final fantasy 16 jesus christ what <laughs> 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 a what a marathon that game is yeah that game's a tough one man i i picked up that dlc i adore that game but i'm like i i don't know I don't know if I can go back. I grabbed that DLC and I played an hour and I was like, man, <laughs> this just still people, feels like a drag. So I heard people saying the DLC wasn't very good. Like it was very uh, side quest heavy. That, that's what I that's heard. what it feels like. It just kind of feels <laughs> like a side quest. I'm sure the next one will be great because it's all about Leviathan. But this one. I don't know. I, I haven't played enough of it to really give an opinion, but it just it gave mm-hmm. me that feeling of that filler stuff that was mixed in throughout yeah. the game. It does one of the great gaming sins for me, dude. It it takes place in the middle of the narrative. I hate that so much. It it, it is the the worst because okay, well I guess I know how this turns out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But all right, as far as uh what what I've been up to these last couple of weeks, um I've been messing around with my 3D printer, getting all kinds of cool stuff printed out. I don't know if you guys saw this, but this is this is the Onyx that uh, Caitlin Caitlin painted for me. It's one of the little, little that's awesome um, things you, you can slide around. Um, so I painted that out. I'm 
in a big Final Fantasy VII mood. Rebirth is upon us. Yeah, when when does that launch? Do you know? I think it's mid February or, or late February. Um, but because Rebirth is on us, I've been all up in Final Fantasy VII remakes guts. I've been busting all over the place, dude. I've been busting all over the city. I've been busting all over the slums. I've been busting all over the bar mm-hmm. with the Buster Sword, of course. Obviously, and, yeah. And um, I've been having so much fun, dude. So much fun. Have you guys played Final Fantasy VII remake? No. no. So good. So good. Um, I really remember being like, all right, this is going to come out. It's probably going to be really good, but Square Enix is going to find a way to mess it up. And they they did not, dude. Final Fantasy VII Remake is such a wonderful experience from start to finish. They took the beginning portion of Final Fantasy VII and expanded it over like 30 hours. and what a ride it is dude and every character is so wonderfully written and you know um expanded upon and there's a a lot of really fun mysteries they threw in there to make it line up with the old final fantasy 7 and i'm having an absolute blast and i didn't the first time because i was going through a really rough breakup at the time and it absolutely ruined the game for me and it really stole that experience from me, and and that sucked. Yeah. But and I and I knew it was my mental state at the time, and I just was not having fun with anything. So I was kind of waiting to go back and play it until I felt like like I was had had gotten far enough away from that that I kind of started forgetting things. And yeah, I'm I'm all up on the Final Fantasy VII hype train. So my plan is to. Finish up Final Fantasy VII Remake tonight. I'm in Shinra Tower, so it should be it should be pretty close. And then I'm going to move on to um, the UFD DLC and beat Crisis Core. And hopefully by that time, uh, Rebirth is here. So I'm curious how the new one's going to be. I wonder if it's going to be comparable to the first edition. Well, so, Austin, guess we'll find out. There and- you can get in there and find out yourself, buddy. I know. It's time. Well, I need to be like the original Crisis Core and the remake before. And the, and the original Final Fantasy VII, too. Don't yeah. That yeah. That's what, that's that's what I mean. You're saying. So I've got, what, Dude, like two can, or three weeks can, to do that? You can run through the OG <laughs> Final Fantasy VII nowadays in like 15 hours, man. Maybe less. You, you turn on all those cheat codes. You just enjoy the narrative that's experience. True. You don't have to You don't have to fight any enemies. You can just run right from boss to boss to boss. Just just nail it. That's true. That that I like. So uh, we were talking earlier about like the PlayStation Store, and um, I have like my wish list. I got like the Final Fantasy Classic Collection, each individual game. Because like I, th- I think the first two were probably worth eleven ninety nine. Something about those later games costing seventeen ninety nine. I'm like, no, that's not right. Even though it probably is the right price, but I'm, I'm just not going to pay it. So I'm constantly checking to see when those are online. I fully intend to just blast through those games as quickly as possible with all that shit on with like most amount of experience, most amount of gill, most like yeah. three times the speed. Like I fully plan on experiencing those games that way. That's what I did when I grabbed them on switch last year. I, I still need to go through the rest of them, but I played all the way through one with the four times EXP and four times gill on, which sure as hell glad I did that. Cause that game is a freaking grind fest. If you do not play it that way. 
And then I was about three quarters of the way through two and I was doing the same thing, which people have very mixed opinions on the way two works. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the uh, the four times XP in that game is is also great. But yeah, that's true, Seth. I mean, I know there I don't think there's the XP boost in sevens port, but there is like the you can't die constant limit yeah. break, like fast forward type stuff. So um, I just need to run through it. Yeah, you could just turn on the limit break thing and just smash <laughs> limit breaks left and right, and like you're you're gonna be all right, you know. Um, but yeah, I think it's worth it, man, because I think Seven Remake is so good, and the the characters are so beautifully expanded upon and written that it's it's one of the the great games of last generation. Um, and on PS5, dude, it runs so good, so smooth. I, every once in a while, I'm like, I wonder how this looks in quality, and I'll drop it into quality mode. And then I'm like, nope, that's not right. <laughs> that that's not okay. Because the only the re the only difference between performance and quality in Final Seven Remake is the resolution. Um, I think it goes from 1440p to 4K, and I can't tell a difference. But I don't know. All right, before we move on to our uh, gaming goals. Alden just wanted to read Alden's message here. He said, Buenos dias, Seth, George, and Crypt Keeper. Why are you the Crypt Keeper, Austin? I would think that would be Coach. Am I the Crypt Keeper? Yeah. I think that should be Coach. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's He actually he's, is dying right now. So I've so I've heard he's very sick. So did you watch any Jujutsu Kaiden recently, Seth? Well, that's not the name of it. It's Jujutsu Kaisen. And um, yes, I did. Have you guys watched Jujutsu Kaisen at all? No. No. Oh, my God. I was the biggest naysayer of this anime of all time. I, I was like, I don't understand the hype. This is stupid. And I largely do believe that the first season is pretty dumb. Um, but it was it was enough to keep me hooked to continue watching into like the movie in the second season, and the second season of this anime is absolutely wild, dude. It is like the Game of Thrones of anime. No character is safe. Like <laughs> this arc in the second season, I'm watching. These main characters are getting their heads exploded left and right, and it's just it's just blowing me away. Me and me and Caitlin watched this episode last night with our jaws just dropped. Like absolutely flabbergasted. I'm like, how does the story even move forward at this point? But yeah, really, really top tier action anime. I really recommend it to people. Um, because I think the reason the first season to me didn't resonate was because they were focusing so much on character development, yeah. like trying to get you to like these characters. And I'm like, man, I just want to see some people like standing in front of each other using cool power, straight in hands. This is why I watch anime. If I want like exposition, that that's usually where I go to for video games. But yeah, uh, big fan of Jujutsu Kaisen. And there's this one character that his name's Toto is absolutely yes. phenomenal. I, I and, and he's like one of my all time favorite anime characters so far. So I need to check it out. I need like a new action anime to watch because Attack on Titan's over now. My hero is at least coming back soon, but that's really all I've been watching anime-wise for like the past several years is those two shows. Yeah. Um, we started... Here's my rant of, of the evening. We, we started, as it, as it started airing, Chainsaw Man. 
because everybody yeah. was like, this is the best anime. So did it's I. so cool. <laughs> and, you know, uh, the concept seemed awesome. This guy that's got a freaking chainsaw sticking out of his head. Like, surely that has to be a cool anime. Well, we watched like the first maybe five episodes, four episodes. And for those who are un unaware, like the whole plot of the show is just like sexual content. Yeah. I'm like, this is not what I signed up for. I thought this was going to be an awesome action anime, and it's not. So it's that an was awesome. No, fuck off. No, it's an awesome action anime. The, the entire point is like, this guy is so lonely. He's so capable. He's so powerful. But like, that doesn't matter because all he wants to do is just touch a fucking titty at the end of the day. You know, like, I don't do care. All this stuff. I don't care. He can climb inside a demon's mouth and then use his chainsaw <laughs> hands and chainsaw head to cut this deep and op demon open despite this demon being like the personification of, of darkness. But you know what? You know what else is dark in his life? His hand, because it's not touching a, the light of a titty right now. Like, that, that, that's what's up with him. I just want I, a cool character that I like. He, I don't like it either, How could Austin. you like that character? No, I, no, I agree. The show's really fucking dumb. But I think there's, like, something, like, oddly beautiful about, like, <laughs> just the, the complete, like, detachment from, from physical contact and just, like, kind of like an incel i don't think he's an incel i'm not saying that but just like the incel mentality of just like oh yeah like i i, I don't want to be this way but i yeah. things just are this way and like i just watched like neon genesis evangelion like i just rewatched it like probably yeah. three times and then watched like end of neon genesis and all that shit and it really is like oh this is like the dumbest possible version of neon genesis yes. watching chainsaw man you know and uh Oh yeah, no. I, he's why like, do you think he's like Shinji times ten? Like Shinji's just like a disgusting, like depressed piece of trash. He, was, he wasn't disgusting and, until the fucking movie. No, I'm whatever, gonna say it's right? disgusting because nobody can forget what he did in that movie. What? That was awful. <laughs> like, that was fucking. It was disgusting, awful. George. <laughs> and um, yeah, this character—I don't even know the character's name—but the character in Chainsaw Man is like Shinji times ten. He's just like has no self-control, like. It just mm. I don't, I why do people like that show i don't know i don't know I, either man i don't know I, I had never seen the movie before and i like just saw the opening <laughs> scene i like texted my friends who like love neon genesis i was like are you fucking kidding me like this they're like this movie's great i'm seth, like fuck you it's not great seth do you know what we're talking like about either yeah it's not even okay. like implied either it's like like pay, like sh shoots to his hand right and he's like man i'm so fucked up it's like all right, like what the hell? Yeah, Why I mean, did we... <laughs> do you want me to argue with you? Because yeah, you're pretty fucked up, man. <laughs> I adore that show. I love that movie, but that scene still to me is like, why? Why did this have to exist? Why was this here? I felt like horrible. I'm I'm a younger brother. Like I'm 33, almost 34 this summer. I have an older brother who's eight years older, and for the first time in probably 15, 20 years, I actually felt like a younger brother going to my friends being like wait okay he didn't really jack off to her while she was unconscious in the hospital <laughs> bed with her with her boob exposed did, did he and they're like no he absolutely that's did. exactly I right like, i was like okay like because the show i thought was like i thought the show had a beautiful ending a beautiful happy ending except for that's, that that's, that's not a pun well that part wasn't in the show that part was in end of yeah it was in right. wasn't it but it wasn't like the 26th episode of the show because the show they, that was like where they ran out of budget and they just started doing like all the different animation styles showing like all the different yeah. like timelines it was really stupid, sure stupid. I, no that was fucking beautiful i thought that, i thought that was incredible uh, the, the, listen 
Evangelion fucking blows. All right. And it's time everybody has it. came to accept it. I, love I it. hate I love Evangelion. It. I watched the whole thing and I was I was like, I started getting on board and then the ending happened and I'm like, this is dumb. This no, sucks. We, okay, we need to dedicate an episode to, to yeah. this. Because like, wasn't the one episode, wasn't the like the, the pen ultimate episode him just sitting in a fucking room? So isn't that the, 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 the final episode? two episodes are like him basically losing his mind after they've all been the spoilers for Evangelion after they've all been absorbed into the like liquefied. Yeah. yeah. So like everybody is like a hive mind, basically. So he's he's just like. Losing it, basically, is, is what the final two episodes are, which watching that on first reference, you're like, what the fuck is happening? I had to watch a couple of video essays. Yes. Uh, after after that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey man, also, like I, listen, I, I, just, I don't want to have to interpret my anime. Give it to me. <laughs> put it on a spoon and put it in my fucking mouth eyeball. Yeah. That's all I want. Um, no, we shouldn't have a talk about it. Also, I gotta say, the Netflix dub is so much better than the original dub. Mm. I think it's a hot really take, happy. isn't it? Isn't that a hot yeah, take? I think it is a hot take, but I think it's so much better. I think I and I, and I know because I have the original, have the original dub on bootleg that I bought in Japan Town in San Francisco. I know what the original <laughs> sounds like. Um, yeah, not a fan of Evangelion or Chainsaw Man. <laughs> Chainsaw Speaking Man, is of which it's really pretty, right? Like we can at least say Chainsaw Man is pretty. Yeah, it's good, good yeah, animation. It's okay. Uh, speaking of which, Alden says, Seth, did you know IGN gave season two of Jujutsu Kaisen a six out of ten? Yeah, they also gave Chainsaw Man season one a nine out of ten, so I'm not really concerned about what no. IGN has to say. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I really did not. Listen, I, I I really gave Chainsaw Man a shot. I think I gave about the same amount you did, Austin, and uh, neither me or Caitlin was into it. I was like, this, this Andy, is dumb. I don't Andy really wasn't care about any of this at all. You know, what, um, you know what I've been watching on, on the old Crunchyroll lately? The, probably like I don't know, robot wars or something. Actually, boomer. actually not. I mean, I it is it's actually worse than that. It's like way more boomer than that. Um, I did watch Gundam Double Zeta, which was fucking excellent. <laughs> that show gets shit on a lot. That show is great. Uh, no, I've been watching Galaxy Express Nine Nine Nine. Never heard of it. The original. It's based off some some manga from back in like the seventies or sixties, whatever. But it's basically like a little boy who um, him and his mother are really poor, and humanity has gotten to this point where like. They can transfer their consciousness into robot bodies and live forever, but they're too poor to do that. But they've heard about a planet that's uh, far away and does it for free. So they're trying to get to Megalopolis so they can get on the Galaxy Express 999 and get the, get themselves to that planet. This is like one of the most like hardcore fucking savage children shows I've ever seen. Because I think it's like the quaintness of like 70s anime, like that style where it's just like really kind of soft. But uh, it's fucking brutal. And like, God, he, the first episode, this 10 year old boy just like fucking mercs Count Mecca. It's, it's really good. It's basically, it's very spiritually like Doctor Who, because he's just mm -hmm. on like a galaxy train that goes all the way across the galaxy. And every episode, they stop at like a different planet. They're yeah. there for X amount of days just exploring shit. So if you're into Doctor Who and want something kind of like weird and whimsical, I recommend this. It's also been remade, I think, a couple times, redone a couple times. I haven't seen any of the later stuff. If you're not a fan of 70s anime, maybe you'll find those ones more enjoyable but it's very very highly regarded and um i personally love 70s like character design and art direction this is my last note i know we've been talking about anime for a long time at this point but george set of curiosity have you seen full metal alchemist brotherhood i have the blu-rays sitting in my basement um so i i they're on the list dude of shows for me to watch you need to watch that what's the difference between brotherhood and full metal alchemist 
the original um, aired as the manga was being written and so it's almost like game of thrones where the manga is the true does. story and the anime deterred off into like okay. some like alternative canon type situation brotherhood is the manga so it is yeah, like yeah. the official okay. canon yeah the second the second half of the og full metal alchemist goes completely on its own and never comes back Point being, though, the reason I bring it up is I, I legit think that's like one of the best stories of all time when it comes to anime. And it is very like 80s, 90s feeling just the way it's told. Yeah. So cool. Roy Mustang is one of the coolest anime characters. Yeah. All time. The yeah. one I've been watching while I work recently is uh, this guy. Samurai Troopers, originally known as uh, I, think, I think it was called Ronin Warriors when it was like first run on yeah. Cartoon Network. Uh, but yeah, I've been enjoying enjoying the shit out of that. Just having that on in the background while I write my advertisements. Is it as Very good nice. as my ten year old self remembers it being? Nope, sure isn't. But um, <laughs> but it looks great on Blu-ray. And also, you guys know that trend of like uh, having like synthesizer music just set to old anime as like a YouTube compilation or whatever. Yeah. Just have like an hour long play. There's videos that it's just like an hour long shit of just like synth pop set to just like loops of anime. This. Um, this Blu-ray opens up with like a trailer like that. That that's that. It's just it was really pretty and cool. Um, it seems like they were really leaning into the way people appreciate their products now, which was nice <laughs> to see from a marketing perspective that I I work in. So, all right, gentlemen. Well, I think it's time mm-hmm. to jump in. And how? Who are 2024 video game goals? Rich gonna drop four goals on you. And 100%, this is a blood pact. If we don't finish these goals, we will die January 1st, 2025. <laughs> Horribly. It's going to be a really disgusting and horrible massacre. So. Speaking of anime, um, Sword Art Online. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> I love. I still love Sword Art Online, dude. I, I, I still, to this day, will say, the worst part of that anime is where everybody stopped watching at the end of season one. I don't disagree. The reason I bring Every it up, however, is because if you die in the game, you die in real life. And so that's why I brought it up. So I didn't mean oh, to continue our anime conversation. That's fine. I get, I get upset about Sword Art Online. <laughs> I do. Because everyone's like, oh, it's so st- it gets re- so pervy and ridiculous. Season two is great. Okay. For like six episodes, dude. For six episodes, it does. And season three is great. And season four. They're all great. Whatever. People are stupid. Anime fans are stupid. All right. Austin. Well, why don't you toss a, a softball at me? Okay, a you softball. Know, knock mm, it out of the park. Mm. Number one, first gaming goal. Okay, well, I wanted to say before I before I give it to you, one of my goals is non-gaming related. I wanted to do something that is not, not about okay. games. So just so you're aware. Um, okay. My first one is one that I, I've already kind of set out on. I, I'm taking a break on it now because I'm playing um, Monster Hunter. But I have several Sonic games that I want to play through this year. I want to play through Sonic Mania Plus. I want to play through Sonic Unleashed on Series X BC. I want to play the remaster of Sonic Colors, and I want to play Sonic Generations, and I want to finish Sonic Frontiers. It shouldn't be too hard of a task because all of those games are like sub-10 hours at most. So that's on that's on the list. I started Sonic Frontiers two weeks ago, and... Um... Got about two hours in, and I was like, okay, that's enough. 
uh, put that down forever. <laughs> I love Sonic Frontiers. I got about halfway through it and got sidetracked on something else, but I think it's great. Man, I played um, I played Sonic Team Racing this past week. Not good. Yeah, that game sucks. It is no Sonic <laughs> Racing Transformed. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah. Um. All right, George, you're up, buddy. Really quickly, I just want to talk. I searched on my computer. I couldn't find our gaming goals for 2023, but I could find our gaming goals for 2022. We didn't do them last year. We didn't do them. Okay, that makes sense then. Um, Austin, your number one goal was to platinum Persona 5. <laughs> How are you making out there, buddy? How are you making out? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, your number two was to play through the rest of the main Zelda games you've never beaten. Link's Did Awakening remake, nope. Oracle of Ages and Seasons, Link nope. to the Past, Minish nope. Cap. Nope. And uh, only buy five full price games. I think I actually did do that that year, if I'm recalling correctly. Seth, your <laughs> your goals number one: not sweat it. You're not sweat it. Don't worry about it. Quote: yeah. Man, I got all these games in my backlog. I gotta force myself to play this. I don't care anymore. It's not a big deal. If you want to, you'll make the time for it. If I really want to play this, I would. It wouldn't be in my backlog. <laughs> Your number two goal was B Trail. Your number two goal was B Trails of Cold Steel Four. <laughs> I did nail you, that. And then your third goal was to complete the other two goals. <laughs> nail it, dude. Yeah, Seth killed it over here. Yeah, you're the, you're the only one who's committed. Um, George, get to 100 platinums. No. George, uh, beat Ocarina of Time 3DS and Final Fantasy 13. No. George, begin a Twitch channel for 2000s uh, comic book games. No. Play a new Apple Arcade game each week for the podcast. I play the same Apple Arcade game at least 18 times a day. It's the solitaire on there. It's fucking perfect. So, no. And then, uh, number five, beat one recommended game a month according to the podcast, where, like, I throw up two, and then, like, I have to beat the game according to whoever votes. So, no, didn't do that. Um... So because of that, I um, I lowered my sights a little bit for 2024, <laughs> trying to, try to be a bit more realistic. <laughs> I have my first goal is like my most serious one where I really want to get into an online multiplayer game this year. And so I've got three candidates. Fortnite. No, my three candidates. <laughs> the, the one I'm most interested in and the one I'm leaning towards is Splatoon 3. Ooh. Nice. Like I, I just want to like get good at an online game. The number two game is Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three, which I spent a lot of time with at the end of the year last year. And I think that game is fucking great. I think it's like the best Call of Duty multiplayer I've played in at least five years. And then the third game is Destiny Two. And when I say that, I'm like I want to complete like a battle pass, which like I've gotten to like level seventy before, but like never the full hundred. So I want to pick like one game and really commit to it. If I were to play Splatoon Three. Because my goal here, get really into an online multiplayer game, comma, hopefully with my boys. Well, okay. Foam Stars is coming out, so. Oh. I oh, got so no like... time for Splatoon. Seth's going to be busy foaming it up. <laughs> no FOMO over here. <laughs> yeah, man, I jump, into, I jump into Splatoon 3 again. I kind of dropped off of it. I played it for like the first few months at it when it came out and fell off, but. 
I'd love I never to played back. it, and like I'm, I'm so sick and tired of like looking back on consoles and being like, oh man, that was so cool. I wish I appreciated it. Like with the Game Boy Advance and like the e card reader, I'm like, oh man, that would have been so cool. I wish I really got into that. And I'm like, you know, George, like there's shit like that happening on current consoles. You missed every single mystery gift for every Pokemon game that you bought <laughs> day one. Yeah, you've had the game. You played the games. You put hours in the game. You just never did the mystery gift because you're a fucking moron who forgets to do that. So I'm trying really hard. My my overall goal for myself this year is to stop delaying joy. We're like, yeah. hey, don't, don't get ready. Like, oh, you want to watch this one movie? Just fucking watch it. You don't need to watch the first movie that guy directed. Just watch the new movie. And then if it's good, you can go back and watch the first movie he directed to figure out if he's a good director or not. Like, just trying to like really appreciate stuff. I ordered this Gundam action figure and I normally leave that shit in the box, not because I like want to retain value, but I'm like, no, like wait for your basement to get ready and then set it up. Like, no, I just fucking opened it up and now he's like my, my favorite desk buddy. So like I'm I'm trying to just appreciate things as they happen more. I love that. Splatoon three it is. Sorry, Destiny Two. <laughs> All right. For me. My first gaming goal, 2024. And we talked about it a little bit, but it's going to get dicey here. It's going to get dicey here, all right? And that's going to be catch up on the Final Fantasy VII series before Rebirth comes out. Um, so the reason it's going to get dicey, George, I don't know if you know this or not, me and Austin are going to go MIA here for a week, all right? And... <clears throat> Disney, right? Yeah. During that week, um, Persona 3 Remake comes out. And that's a big one for me. I'm really excited for it. So... Um, essentially what I think is going to need to happen in order for me to complete this is for me to beat remake tonight, intergrade and, um, crisis core remastered before we go to Disney. And that is a tall task. So going to need to so we can have. put my big boy pants on, tighten that belt and, uh, really get in there. Or maybe loosen the belt we can get cool. in there, you know, pull the pants cool. down. Awesome. Can I can I jump ahead of you for a second for my next goal? Go ahead. Uh, my, my next goal is um, to next year get invited to Disney with my boys. Um, that'd be fucking <laughs> sick. That'd be, that'd Hold be nice. on, George, because <laughs> you were invited. Not for this trip. <laughs> yeah, I think this Wait, one was a little more impromptu. I think we were kind of just like, yeah, we're going to go again. Yeah, Michael, just get on the fucking text thread. I don't even have to go to Disney. Like, what if I just got <laughs> on the text thread where you guys are talking about whatever? It's fucking fine. Um, I hope you beat those Final Fantasy games before you go to Disney with your buddy, Seth. I, I think we assumed that you guys just didn't want to go. <laughs> I got yeah. on a plane this year. I went to Vegas. That's fair. That's I'm, true. I'm in the I'm up in Adam. I'm in the air again. A little less after that door blew off that 757 or whatever the <laughs> fucking plane was. But like I'm still I'm still open to air travel. Jokes aside, this is totally unrelated to anything, but I do think it would be nice for us to all get together like somewhere at some point, maybe this fall. Yeah, I agree. I haven't seen George in a decade. Yeah. Um <laughs> PAX East? Yeah. No, I'm saying Paxies this year. Oh, oh. Mm, maybe. That's, what, March? It's probably sold out. Take a look. I don't, I don't, I don't think I could those. swing it unless it's, like, post, post June or July. But Just use up, use up the rest of your sick days. Don't be a bitch. I have one sick day. 
Fine. <laughs> that's the day you're going to PAX East, buddy. Hop on a plane, go to PAX East, fly back. <laughs> but point aside, I mean, even if we don't go to an event, I think it'd be fun to get together. We could talk about this off the show. It'd be fun yeah. to get together, like Pennsylvania, it's a good central location. Seth has purchased hey, a house. George, you purchased, purchased a house. house. So we could we could do that too. We could all Saying. go up to Maine in the middle of December. Mm. Uh, Never it's, come it's, home. It's, air travel is pretty cheap up here this time of year. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, badges are still available for PAX East. Isn't it like in a month and a half though? Yeah. <laughs> it is March 21st yeah. to 24th. So it's I, in two months. I can't do that, sadly. All right. Well, maybe Seth and I will hang out without you, and then you'll know how that okay, feels. Okay. And then I see. I'll hang out with you and at Seth, and then Seth will know how it feels, and then everyone will be even, and then we can <laughs> um, just start start new, start fresh. Okay. Does that work? Does that is that cool? I think that's fair. <laughs> cool. Okay. cool. All right, Austin. What so, about your uh, second goal? <laughs> speaking of unrealistic things, my next goal is for Seth to show up to more than, or I mean, sorry, Coach, not Seth. Seth is good. Coach to show up to more than half of our podcast this year. That's that's one of my goals. It's not off to a great start. I'm just kidding. That's that's not my goal. That's not my goal. But, I really thought your goal was going to be to murder George. Like just. <laughs> No, so this is just, I've got two general goals here because aside from the Sonic one and I've got one later, I, I didn't really want to go like specifically on games, like beat this, beat that, because I feel like it kind of limits me. I know the, that one year I tried the Zelda one, I just like didn't even want to do it because I set it out as a goal. But one of my goals here, just in a general sense, is to play more games that were released on the PS3 generation or older. I just want to, I want to play more old games this year. I've, I feel like I've been very Switch and PS5 driven over the past couple of years. And I'm, I certainly wouldn't exclude like remasters or anything from that or ports. But um, I don't know. I just want to go back. I want to play some older stuff. Play some retro PS3 games. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's considered My favorite retro, retro game, Uncharted 2. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it, we're we're it's close to twenty years old, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It's eighteen years old was when it launched. Like, we're we're getting there. Yep. Time dilation's getting pretty wild these mm -hmm. days. Yeah, yeah, that, that that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. Shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that at all. <laughs> you guys, remember um, when you were like young and hot, and like you could just do anything you wanted, and like your yeah. life was was still in front of you. That was fucking cool. Was I still kind of just do whatever I want. I do too, I, but I but I never feel good about it. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, like you know, what make me feel better right now. Some salt vinegar chips, and I look at the clock, and it's ten thirty. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna feel that tomorrow. And uh, you know what I fucking do? My stomach is all kinds of fucked. Oh, yeah, well, buddy. <laughs> I've been eating cheesecake every night for five days, so I think maybe I'm still in that phase. Maybe I'm still able <laughs> you're just to invulnerable. <laughs> so you're you're twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty eight. Yeah, you got yeah. two more years, bud. Enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> George. Yeah. Um, wait, wait. I, I I got a question before I before I go to you. Was that really your second goal, or it was no, no, okay? No, I was gonna no, say no, yeah. that's a good goal. It's a, a good, good goal. goal. Yeah, to get on the cool kid group. Yeah, yeah. 
keep, keep working, buddy. That'd keep be, working. Like, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure you guys do have like a, a private text exchange, but like I've never thought about that as like a private group chat. It'd be amazing if it was like the three of us were like the predominant hosts and like. Yeah, you're not on the private group chat though. Like, you know, you know me and me and Seth got to keep it keep it on on the official channel. Just the two well, of that, us as, as the yeah. creators of the show. We need to make one that's the three of us and not coach, and then we'll be like, just coach never hears a word from us. Yeah, well, and he's we'll like, what's the podcast, guys? And we're like, we've been talking in the private chat about it, coach. Sorry, it's, it's uh, the founders meeting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my second goal, I want to complete a Pokedex this year. And oh, I, shit. Nice. I, think I did that closest, last year. I think I'm the closest in Brilliant Diamond. I really want to do it in Scarlet Violet, but like... I did it. That game just, that game just runs like shit on my Switch anyway, yeah. so like I'm a little less inclined to do it. Plus, I just I like the, the Diamond, Pearl, Platinum generation, so... Hey, don't be a coward about it. Go for the National decks. That's the decks you want to complete. Where can you complete that? Nowhere. It's <laughs> literally the only place you can complete it is within the Pokemon home thing or whatever it's called, like the, the bank software. Okay. Yeah. So do you think you guys think they're ever going to go like full all 1076 or whatever it is again? It seems like not. What's, no. what's fucking amazing is like Call of Duty does this where it's like you can only launch call like you can launch like multiple different Call of Duty games out of one launcher. Mm-hmm. And like the fact that you can't do that with Pokemon is like kind of amazing, right? Like if they all opened in like a hub, it doesn't matter which one you have. If it's on Switch, like it goes to Pokemon and then it just like selects the game you want. But like the fact that there's no like cross information between the games, like that's kind of like infuriating, yeah. right? Yeah. So like when when did Dexit start? It was, was it. It was, was it Sword, uh, and Shield, Sword and Shield, right? Yeah. So they've set a really weird precedent. Where, um, yeah, they're just like picking and choosing which Pokemon go to which game, and it's starting to make things really confusing. And I don't think the number one ranked most popular Pokemon has been available since Sun and Moon, which, which is Greninja, right? I don't think they they brought him to Sword and Shield or Scarlet and Violet, which is like he such is in a Scarlet and Violet. He is in Scarlet oh, and Violet. Yep, yeah. but still, um, he was not in it until actually now i'm recalling this he was not in it base game he was added in as one of the uh the special like online raids so like you had to participate in that raid to receive him it's crazy yeah crazy stuff so i don't i feel like the pokemon company is kind of in chaos right now i don't know that they're that that, that would be such a pleasant place to work at right now um not not the pokemon company but specifically like game freak because i'm telling you what I think those guys are struggling to to adapt to the 3D world. You look at like Xenoblade Chronicles 3, right? And in their open world. And then you look at Scarlet and Violet and you're like, oh yeah. These guys are in the trenches. <laughs> They're struggling out here. Which is funny too, because like you can argue that like I don't know, their Pokemon might be better as a 2D game. You could make that argument. I I thought the 3DS games were a nice compromise. compromise. Yeah. yeah, because you had the 3D battles and you had like the kind of 3D. Well, it was definitely 3D, but it was like, you know, it looked like the 2D games as far as like the, the environments go. And I, I thought that was that was fine. But 
But that's yeah. like, like I hate to sound like a, a a communist nerd, but this feels like like capitalism's fault, right? Where it's like, no, everything has to be bigger. Everything has to be more expansive. Like we can't release a Pokemon game that's just as good as the last one. It has to be bigger. It has to be better. It has to be more. And I'm mm -hmm. like, no, actually, like it just has to be different. Um, like like just just give me the like. How many different ingredients can you make with like eggs, flour, and and salt? It's like no, like it's it's cool. To, like I actually really like these ingredients, but like I just don't want to eat the same baked good every day. So, like what if I, what if I had a croissant one day? What if I had a French toast ne next day? You know what I mean? Like I would agree with you, but I'm gonna say something that's that's kind of mean and controversial. I think Game Freak as a, a general developer, they're, they're kind of hacks. Sure. Um, and I don't think that they've adapted well to the 3D. I think they were, they they had something with Pokemon, right? They're 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 fun 2D games, and they did not do well. I think if any other major developer had the Pokemon franchise, we'd be getting high fidelity, really good looking Pokemon games ten years ago. But I don't think Game Freak has the chops to do that. So. I think well, they could expand the company and get it done because they, they say stupid things, right? Like, oh, we don't have the time and resources to bring every Pokemon to the game and like animate them, right? Okay, like, hey, well, you guys make Pokemon. Take it easy. All right. Like, actually, actually, you print money. You might, you might yeah. have like the one thing more valuable than like Star Wars. So, yeah. yeah. So, you do have the resources. Yeah, you, you can contract that out. It's okay. Everybody else does. So, and if it's a um, if it's a issue of time, we don't need to have a new Pokemon game every year, two years. Right. That's not like right. I'd, say, I'd say two years actually. I'd say two years. I think Pokemon game has to come out every two years. Yeah, I feel like three Why? years would be fine. Four years. I'd say every two years. Well, because like the games aren't that like depending on how you play the game, like it's not that big of a game. That's right? true. Like, the the main yeah. story could be completed. Like if you just care about like battling the gyms and lead four, that's a twenty five hour game. If you care about uh, collecting and like doing all the side stories, like then it's like a what seventy hour game, sixty hour game. Yeah, but that over the course of two years, like I think that's well. I think that's what we were talking about earlier with with budgets, where it's just like set your sights like a little fucking lower. Like it's okay. You I don't think spend all this money. Part of the problem too that we have found ourselves in, at least with the current generation of Pokemon, was on the 3ds in particular and DS. We would go, you know, one generation games. A couple of years later, we get remakes. A couple of years after that, we get another generation remakes. We've totally kind of missed that. I mean, I know we have had Let's Go and Diamond and Pearl remakes on Switch, but like the cycle seems to have been more reliant on brand new with Arceus and um, Sword and Shield and, and the DLC for Sword and Shield and Scarlet and Violet and DLC let's, for Scarlet and Violet. Let's so. not forget new Pokemon Snap. Too. Yeah, really brutal. Yeah. So it seems like they don't have that like in between remake type game anymore. I know logistically they do looking at it, but I don't know. Something seems off with their whole cycle, in my opinion. But I don't disagree with you, Seth. I mean, I I don't personally necessarily want to call them hacks because I I don't know their situation myself but i will say this this just objectively like when scarlet and violet came out they were very clear that like hey we're working on this game we're gonna get it fixed they haven't changed anything i mean the game is this i'm sure they fixed some bugs but like the game is the same as it was the game still looks like it could have released on the playstation 2 yeah so it's 
It's it's ass ugly, dude. That game, that game is really fun. I had a blast playing Scarlet oh, yeah. Violet. I think it's actually a great ugly. game. It's just ugly. <laughs> Horribly really, ugly. It it honestly it looks like Dragon Quest Seven, like the three DS version. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. Anyway. Anyway, next goal. Who's who's goal? Moving on. <laughs> and a more um and a more happy goal for twenty twenty four. I'm gonna catch up and beat Pedro on the Kaseki games this year. Holy crap. Dude, Let's I have, go. Seth, you're going to die in January 1st if you don't do this. Listen, I'm, I'm calling you out, Pedro. This coward waited until I went on vacation for two weeks last year to blast past me in, in the Kaseki games. All right. That's not happening this time, buddy. I am focused. I am determined. I'm like the John Wick of Kaseki games. And I have already allocated vacation to the daybreak release so i'm not gonna eat sleep all right i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm pull four nights straight if i have to to beat pedro and daybreak because i'm tired of him texting me calling himself the kaseki king it's done all right dude like the king the, the rightful king is going to take the throne and that, and that's what's going to happen in 2024 wow that i bet caitlin's really going to love you spending your vacation time playing these kaseki games <laughs> <laughs> Well, to be fair, I, I think I'm going to end up catching up to the Kaseki games before the vacation. And then, you know, when the daybreak is going to align with my vacation. So it's, how it's, how many games are in the series, Seth? How many are you behind? Like 15? Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, God, man. And I, I, I really want to try it because I know they're great. I am. But I just can't I do am, that. I am two games behind. So I need to beat Trails into Azure and then Trails into Reverie. And then I'm good. They are great games. And the way the way I, I would explain them is it's more like a TV show than, than a video game series, right? Like it, the, the story is continuing to build and build and then you get a next season and, and it, it just continues to ramp up. And damn, real good. I'm really enjoying them. And as far as like RPG mechanics, dude, some of the best. And they continuously built upon them all Are the way through Reverie. Turn based. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Can you speed, Very good. Can you, can you speed up animations? Yeah. They all have a high speed mode. Do you use that? Yes. That seems to be kind of a thing now. After they implemented that in those Final Fantasy ports, because Monster Hunter yeah. Stories Two, which is also essentially a Pokemon-like game, has that feature as well, which is interesting. So. so, all right, awesome. Hitting okay. the ball back to you. Here's my non-gaming goal. Earlier, by the way, Alden, when I brought up that I was going to have a non-gaming goal, and I immediately went into Sonic, he said, "Oh no, the dementia's already taken over." He's thinking Sonic <laughs> isn't gaming related. <laughs> but um, again, I touched on this a little bit earlier in the show. Another broad goal for me, because I didn't want to put a number on it, but I want to read more this year. I want to mm. read more books like I just feel like that is something I used to do constantly. And I think I was like you, Seth, where in high school, I just kind of got burned by that of the the constant like being forced to read books and certainly in college, too. Like I was reading. Constantly for classes, I had one class, I took an East Asian literature class and literally for like five months, I read like 3000 year old Chinese literature and it just started to slowly <laughs> drive me insane. So, <laughs> that sounds awful. 
It's a, it's a lot. It's, like, it's a big ask. Yeah. 150 pages, like, every night I was reading. So, point being, I kind of got burned on it for a while, and especially now having the Kindle, having easy access to to books just quickly and having like Hoopla, which I know you've uh, brought up before, George, where you can link it with your library and access books on your Kindle for free. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, I just want to I want to read more books this year. I, I started strong with with uh, Project Hail Mary and I'm reading now um, The Sphere by Michael Crichton. So yeah, fuck yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that, I, I want to mess around with some sci-fi very, books. That, that movie wasn't very good. No, but, uh, I'm sure the book is better because my yeah. friend's a good writer. It was another thing that popped up, and I was like, "Oh, I know who this is," and it's got good reviews, so I'm gonna check it out. So oh, Jurassic Park himself, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, George, if you don't mind, I'm gonna budge in front of you real quick, squeeze my way in there. Yeah, right. yeah. Um. I'm going to switch my uh, goals around since you're talking about reading, Austin. I'm going to catch up on the High Republic novels this year. Nice. I read the first two last year. Big fan. Really enjoyed them. A lot more than I thought I was going to. Jedi Survivor, they they got me. I see their strategy. I like it. All right. You know, throw a random piece of High Republic lore into the game and make me curious about it. I'm going to jump in there. All right. I think they did it on purpose because the higher public doesn't seem to be generating a whole lot of hype behind it. But I do think those first two novels were really, really good novels. Um, and and I'm I, you know I'm gonna also give me myself like a like a like a point five. Um, my my point five goal of this is going to be completely ignore the Star Wars fandom going into 2024 because I hate Ooh. them. Yeah. So um, yeah. You think even even coach. Um. Yeah, I despise Coach actually. Um, yeah, when he when he texted yesterday that the Bad Batch three trailer was out, I don't know if anybody noticed this, but Seth didn't respond. So clearly, he's already started on this. Dude, I wake up, I wake up to fifty seven text messages from you guys. All right, so I'm sorry if I miss a thing or two here. For the record, we're not psychos. Seth wakes up at seven p.m. because um, he has because he works a night shift. So it's not like we have fifty seven. Yeah, we go a whole day. It's it's not like yeah, it's the entire day of us talking. It's not like we say all that shit before six thirty a.m. Just so we're like a hundred percent clear. <laughs> Someday I'll be a daywalker like you guys. Yeah, it's not that. Uh, I'll make it. About it. All right, George. Slap a goal in my face. All right. Um. And for the past couple of years, I've been like, I want to get to 100 Platinums. I'm never going to do that. So I'm, I've learned to like not set that as the goal. What I want to do instead, you guys know when you're like, oh, that game looks interesting. You try to download it, and then it's just like, clear up some hard drive space. And then you're like, wow, fuck you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my goal, instead of getting to 100 Platinums, because I know if I say it, just like you, Austin, with, with your Zelda, like the second you say it into existence, you're not going to do it. I'm going to clear up 500 gigabytes of hard drive space. <laughs> ideally, by you could do that right now. Ideally, <laughs> by I did I deleted a lot of shit earlier. My friends want to play this new game called The Hunted. I have no idea what it's about. I'm not really looking forward to it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's good. It's, it's a um, um, PvP PVE um, experience. It's 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 kind of like uh, like that by daylight or something like that. Uh, yeah, sort of, but like you guys are all hunting monsters, but you can also like kill their people at the same time. I see. Okay. 
Uh, oh, so it's like uh, ganking in the jungle in League of Legends, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's just like that. Mm. Um, so ideally, I'll delete these once I platinum the games. But uh, at the very least, I want to, I want to beat games. That's the most important thing to me. Platinum is the second most important. Clearing that hard drive space. Now, it's, it's, you, said, you said free up hard drive space. You make that goal real easy, George. <laughs> I just linked you a 500 gigabyte hard drive. <laughs> Uh, no, like I have like the 840 gigabytes or whatever internal on my PlayStation 5, and then I have a four terabyte external for all my PlayStation 4 games, and then I have a two terabyte expansion drive for my PlayStation 5. All that shit's full. So, um, because like I just downloaded, I just downloaded everything, and I'm like, oh yeah, I want to play that someday. And it's like, George, like, why'd you download Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered, bud? Like, you're just, you're not going to do it. Like, it's fine. You don't have to do it. No one's, no one's making you. It was a PlayStation Plus game. It. Yeah. Just don't worry about it. If it was so important, it wouldn't be on your backlog. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I find it this, this problem so weird because I am, like, meticulous about deleting things off my my hard drive and keeping my, like, like installed games list as small as possible. I am um, personally waiting for Spectrum to institute. Spectrum is like my cable provider yeah. here and here in Maine. I'm waiting so about your autism. No, um, no, I don't talk about that on podcast. Oh, um, no. I uh, I'm waiting for Spectrum to institute um, like data caps because like my Comcast in San Francisco had data caps. And so because of that, I'm just like always so paranoid. I'm like, well, while, while it's free, better download it, you know? Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I'm kind of like you, though, George. I, I keep as much as I can until I need to get rid of it, to be honest. But well, it's like Jedi Survivor is like 150 gigabytes. And I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, I beat it. That was great. I'm like, yeah, but you should go back and platinum it. Like, it's not that hard of a platinum. But I'm like, do I really want to go through and explore every nook and cranny of that fucking game? I'm like, you know what? I don't think I do. But I'd also feel bad like having a game that's like a three out of ten difficulty without having the platinum in it. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you, PlayStation, for breaking my brain when it comes to video games. It's very sweet of you. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's the things. I don't. I don't want trophy hunt at all. Once I'm done the game, I'm like, all right, well, that was fun. I'm yeah. Done with yeah. It, so. Um. But yeah, my uh, my last wait. Where are we at now? We're on four now. Around me, Austin. Austin, uh, why don't you slap that? Okay, big oh, four yeah. here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. You ready? This is the most unlikely, the most unlikely dude, goal. Dude. All right, dude, let's do this. Right, punch it right in the face. I want to actually beat Persona Three Reload. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you can. Dude, you're gonna do that. You're gonna do that. You're gonna nail it. That's I'm, that's easy. I've never freaking beat Persona Three, and. I've tried. I've literally played the first thirty hours of that game like multiple times. I've, I've booted it's... booted that game game up on multiple locations over the past decade. Played through the first twenty five to thirty hours and then stopped. And cool. the remake looks excellent. Yeah, it does. I really want to play it, and I just want to beat the game. The um, the worst part about Persona Three is Tartarus. As long as you keep up with Tartarus and do not fall behind. The game is yep. going to be a, a, a great ride. The second you start falling behind on Tartarus and it starts building up, it's like a chore. Like it's like it's like doing the dishes, right? You're like, I'll I'll get the dishes tomorrow. 
And then this is tomorrow. I look pretty daunting. And you're like, well, you know, one yeah. more day is not going to hurt. And then all of a sudden you got a big problem, you know, and that's that's Tartarus in Persona 3. And the second you start falling behind, it causes a problem. Well, and then you got to slam through it all at one time. And then your characters yes. get sick and depressed and sad. And then yes. you're like, oh, God, what am I doing? <laughs> and then it's just a trail that or a train that derails. So, yes. I I am the guy that had to do um, 40 levels of Tartarus at the very end of the game because I procrastinated doing it and just wanted to see the next part of the story. And uh, yeah, I learned my lesson in Persona 5, though. In Persona 5, I had very little to do. So. All right. You're, you're going to nail that goal. That, that, I hope that, so. That I hope so. There's so much coming good. out. So I hope I can I can get through it. I, I did grab just because I was worried I would miss the physical copy. They released the new. Um, set of ace attorney games on on switch this week the fourth through the sixth one they released a collection and i grabbed that and i'm like man i want to play this but persona 3 comes out next week yeah, yeah wait what's that didn't they also do like the great ace attorney chronicles mm -hmm. yeah so, so now was... now technically available on switch at least i think they're on ps4 too would be the ace attorney trilogy which is the original three from game technically boy game boy in japan then they did the Great Ace Attorney, which were those two spinoff games. Now they've just released. They're calling it the Apollo Justice Trilogy, which isn't totally accurate, but it's technically Ace Attorney 4, 5, and 6. So 4 was a DS game, 5 and 6 were 3DS games. So that just came I out. Find it, I find the hype around Persona 3 Reload very low for some reason. I know. I think it's, I think it's because people are, are thinking it's... it's well. We got like the Persona 3 digital copies that came out a couple of years ago. Or maybe was, I think it was even last year. Yeah, it was, it was last it was, year. It was on Game Pass. And I think people think this is maybe a remaster when it's not. This is a completely remade Persona 3 from the ground up. And it looks phenomenal and gorgeous. And I cannot wait, dude. Persona 3 is my favorite Persona game. And uh, yeah, that one's I'm going to I'm going to be going deep in Persona 3. I'm going to be all up in its guts. Well, then people were pissy because it's like not the remaster of like the most complete version, right? Yeah, yes. but like people complained about that, but everybody I've ever heard talk about FES and the answer, which is like the expansion at the end. Everybody I know that has played the answer says it freaking sucks. It does, but that's not the problem. The problem with Persona 3 Portable is that it plays like a visual novel. You don't get to oh, yeah. actually walk. Yeah. You don't get to walk around the world. You just like right. have a little cursor and you click. That sucks, dude. I don't want to do that for 100 hours. No, not, not a chance. I played it on PSP. Was not a fan of it. That's that's where FES is better. Also, right. no cutscenes in the portable version. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're not. We're not. We don't. We don't play with the portable version here on frames yet. <laughs> All right. George. Smack me across the face with your last goal. I also have a non-gaming related one, but like kind of a tangentially gaming related one. Uh, my girlfriend, Aaliyah, amazing person. Uh, when I get bored in my life, I like to play video games or build Gundam models or read comics. When she gets bored, she likes to do carpentry. And so she has been working on like a media room down in the basement for me for like all the comics and video games and all this stuff. And um, she just finished framing out and drywalling. So, like, the room is complete. She's already built amazing drawers and shelves for comic books. And so it's getting to the point where, like, we're about to start building shelves for video games and, and DVDs and Blu-rays and video game consoles. And I have, 
like a 38 inch, I think, or a 40 inch CRT TV, which I'm really excited to to plug in and like, just have that be like my light gun game and like my classic consoles TV. And, uh, also have like a nice, I think 55 inch Samsung to set up. And so this year, um, whenever I have spare time, I really just want to be down there organizing and finishing and just building this room. I'm going to turn it. It's going to be, we're currently in like what is my current office. Um, but that's going to become my office. Uh, it's going to become my gaming room. It's going to become my movie room. It's going to become my everything room. I'm also looking into like how to record a podcast from like sitting down on the couch hmm. and like how to have like multiple USBs set up. And hopefully I could just like set up a webcam and like be on the couch and do this with you guys on a weekly basis. So finishing that room is uh, my my last gaming goal. Nice. And I'm I'm so excited to have all my games and all my movies in all my books in one room. That's awesome, man. That'd be pretty I sweet. I can't wait. I wish I had like any skills of that sort at all, like woodworking or literally anything. Did your school have a, like your high school have like a shop class? Mm, probably, but I didn't take it. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, because even though I have the most mainly father on earth, I found the shop class uh, extremely useful because the teacher in shop class didn't yell at me all the time. Yeah, no, my dad is my dad's a carpenter and um, he teaches her things because he won't <laughs> yell at her and he'll just get so frustrated with me like, yeah, fuck it. It's just easier if I do it. And he like can't do that with her. So like that's why he's like she's learning all these things. It's like a little frustrating just from the outside. But also, I got to be honest, guys, it's it's really fucking cool. Just seeing a room get built for all your shit. <laughs> like it's, 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 it's really, it's really nice. This is great. I just take, take a break and I come back in a couple days and there's more yeah. progress. Being made. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I go smoke a cigarette. I play final fantasy and then I kind of like, wow, that's great. That looks great. Oh, Gundam <laughs> shelf. Cool. Yeah. Keep it up. <laughs> uh, my last gaming goal uh, this year is to branch out in genres. I really want to, in the last, so like a decade ago, I played a lot more games. I was all in on shooters and 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 um, racing games and stuff like that. And, I, and since then, I've kind of just gotten more and more focused down to just pretty much just playing RPGs constantly. And I'm starting to feel like a little bit of fatigue from that. So this year, I would I would really like to just kind of branch out, maybe play a little bit of uh, like a, like a 2D platforming game or something like that. Uh, maybe, maybe maybe a racing game, maybe really dive deep in like a shooter. Um, we should just, find just, like a good like co-op game that we can like sit down and play through like oh periodically. It was called Monster Hunter Rise, and you abandoned me. I'm playing it right now, so maybe it's a good time <laughs> for you to come back, Seth. No, dude, I we did it Monster Hunter World. Uh, you're like, I'll, he's like, you stopped playing games for like a couple years, and then we played Monster Hunter World randomly. I'm like, oh, you, how are you gonna play this with me, Austin? You're like, oh no, I'll make time for this, and that was probably the last time you played Monster Hunter World. You, you Jezebel. <laughs> yeah, you fucking man. It was lagging Je- a lot. I didn't, I didn't hear. I didn't hear anything the past forty-five seconds. Um, but yeah, I think we should play like a some co-op games. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> Just kill George. <laughs> All right. Well, 
I think that about that's a, that's a, the nice high note to end the, the yeah, show. That's on. Right. You guys got sorry there was so much <laughs> lag there at the end to the listeners. <laughs> you guys got uh, any closing statements? Um, no. All right. Res- resolutions are stupid. Like, I really feel like if you want to do something, you should do it. You shouldn't like wait for a new year to do it. Um, that being said, though, Don't sweat it, dude. <laughs> Just, just keep it breezy, you know. <laughs> uh, that being said, like if you really want to do something, you should do it. And that is like I, what I said at the beginning was like I'm trying not to delay joy, and so I am trying to just actively pursue the things that have yeah. my interest. So hopefully, I will get some of these done. It sucks that I'm going to die on January first, 2025. If I don't, <laughs> um, that being said, you guys want to play some Splatoon three this weekend? <laughs> Let's do it. Well. I- I think I have off this weekend. I don't have Splatoon 3. I have to buy it. Never played it before. Never played any Splatoon games before. But I Woo. believe in my heart that I have the skill set to be the best at Splatoon player. So great. I think you could do it. Sounds, that sounds great for us playing together. Yeah. Maybe you should just live your life super impulsively like I do, George. Just do whatever you want all the time. You for know, instance. I, it, go ahead. <laughs> one of my, my, one of my uh, guys at work was talking smack he came at me and we wrestled and um i sweeped his leg and he fell on my ankle and i twisted my ankle very badly last month um to the point where now that's healed up it just clicks constantly and i'm going to disney world next week (laughs) (laughs) so what i was gonna say is i wonder what it would be like seth to live like you just very impulsive um yeah and just jokes aside like play a game when i feel like i want to play it Instead of just being like, yeah, I'm already playing this game. I shouldn't I shouldn't play another game right now. Like, well, what, what would that it's... life be like? Well, that's what, like, fucking Pikmin 4 came out this summer. And it's like, oh, man, I really want to play that game. I should really play Pikmin 1, 2, and 3 first. Like, shut the fuck up, dude. No, you don't. Like, Miyamoto's going to come miss... and personally for... kill me if I don't do it. <laughs> yeah, you're afraid you're going to miss the story, those weird little bean people? Like, come on, man. Like, it's going to be okay. <laughs> they, look, they look like little beans. <laughs> They're the size of beans. Maybe, see, maybe this is what I need to do. This is this goes back to the start of the podcast, Final Fantasy VII. Maybe I just need to watch, like, a YouTube, like, here's what happens in Final Fantasy VII, and then play the remake. Well, I mean, honestly... To be straight up, is that much different than turning on all the cheats and running from boss? <laughs> Not really. Yeah, it's still shorter. <laughs> it's still shorter to do that. So yeah, you should probably do that. And you don't have to hear somebody say "smash that like button" and hit the notification bell <laughs> six times throughout the video. <laughs> all right. Well, it's been a great show, gentlemen. Austin said I don't need to do a closure anymore. So that's right. My closure is that I'm closing the book on this podcast. Now you gotta, now you gotta stop, press the stop. Thanks for listening to this episode of Frameskip. Don't forget you can find the show on social media at Frameskip Pod. That's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also follow us each individually on Twitter. George is at Shortbox Summary. Seth is at Seth the '90s Kid, and I, Austin Eller, am at Austin J Eller on Twitter. If you've got a question, comment, or topic you'd like to hear discussed on the next episode of Frameskip, you can do so by submitting it to us on social media, email us at frameskippodcast at gmail.com, or visit bit.ly slash frameskipq. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash frameskipq. The show is typically live on YouTube every week, either on Tuesday or Wednesday, 
You can find our YouTube channel at bit.ly slash frameskiplive. Don't forget to subscribe and be notified when we do go live, typically at about 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.